Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome, my friends, to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silwan here. Great to be with you. It's been a while. One of the most phenomenal things since I did the last Pilgrim's Odyssey is how many people continue to listen every day. Old episodes, listen to again, new listeners catching up. And I want to appreciate everyone that's reached out to me to say, hey, give us a little Pilgrim's Odyssey. We miss hearing from you. Well, I miss talking to you. Last few months, been traveling all over the country. Unfortunately, seen firsthand some of the mental health and economic devastation that's facing our country coming out of COVID. Things that won't get better soon, but hopefully will allow us to look inward at the things that matter. One thing recently has especially been filtering around in my brain as I travel around community, community all over the country. I mean, in just a few months' time, I'll be from Boston to Seattle to Denver to Orlando to Miami and everywhere in between. One of the things that is inescapable is not just how expensive homes are getting, but the fact that is beginning to get that the only way to live and survive, if you have a family, is for mom and dad to both work. And not just work. I mean, some of them work two jobs. And I was just doing a class, and I looked around the room, and I said, when you both work, when you were that busy working just to pay for a home, you don't have time for the things that matter. You don't have time for family. You don't have time just to sit and relax and remember who you are. And as I mentioned that and looked around the room, you, all you saw in people's faces were sort of this subtle nod of agreement. And it got me thinking, man, what have we become? And in many ways, COVID is popping the cork on some pressure that's been building for a long time. We have all been distracted from the things that matter. Family, faith, meaning and purpose in the pursuit, often the blind pursuit of just more stuff or just going along with things, going along with this idea that happy is just more, 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 more. And what's the result? You know, I'm driving around Washington outside of Seattle and there's like 2,100 square foot homes that you couldn't even put my family into with a can opener. I mean, there's not much extra room in those homes. And they're like $600,000, $700,000. How does a family be a family and afford that? You don't. You go to work, you work all day. You do your errands. You kind of like nod at each other as you pass through the night. Your kids are in school. And then we do the same thing for them. Yeah, go to college so you can get a job like this and live in a place like this with a really nice home that you never enjoy. And then repeat. And is it any wonder that people aren't happy? Is it any wonder that over COVID... 
Suicide is so great. Now, don't fall into the trap of blaming COVID for everything. Mental health was getting worse. Suicide was going up. Families were being destroyed long before COVID. May I suggest to you a quote from the great Thomas Merton? A life that is without problems may literally be more hopeless than one that always verges on despair. At least when you're on the verge of the despair and you're doing it in a group and you're connected, there's hope. There's hope that all of us together can make it to the next thing. But when you spend all your time trying to avoid suffering and you have all these moments where you fool yourself into thinking, oh, everything is great. Yeah, you know, I'm out on the paddleboard and I'm looking good and I got my bikini and I'm going to put it up on Instagram and life is great. And then the next minute you go home and you're alone. And you're not connected with anyone. And your faith is non-existent. And you just think about how we're worm food when we die. And then all of a sudden you're hopeless. You got everything and you're hopeless. I read an article yesterday on this model, 24 years old. Jet setting around the world, beautiful. And all she could talk about is how she would come home and how hopeless she was. Because she had nothing to connect her to other people. Nothing. Nothing except vapid, temporal things that go away. And that's what our world has become. We're all part of it. Our education system is built around it. The banking system's built around it. Everything's built around it. A life with stuff at the expense of the things that matter. Can't go to church on Sunday morning because, well, I'm busy all week and Sunday morning's when I get some rest. Can't spend the time with the kids that I want because I got to work because I got to pay for them so they can grow up and do the same thing that I do. I don't mean to be cynical, my friends. I mean to be hopeful, but that's the way the world is. And unless you face it, you can't do anything about it. In a class I just gave out West, it was heavy. Heard some heavy things from the men and women in attendance. And when it was done, the chief who had put it on is asking everybody for a word. You got words like, oh, it was exhausting. It was phenomenal. But the one I really liked was, it was hopeful. It gave me hope. When, when, when we tried to deny reality, which is what so much of the world is, like you just can't keep spending money and not have inflation. You just can't keep, you know, making a home an investment vehicle instead of a place that you live and then it's a million bucks and then you can't afford it unless you work three jobs, you can't expect to have that happen without consequences. And all of it in this chase to not suffer, to not despair. But a life that is without problems may literally be more hopeless than one that always verges on despair because it becomes about us and it becomes about selfishness. How we look, how we feel, how we think people think about us, but we're not connected to anyone, so we don't know. Let me ask you, my friends. Got a long conversation with someone that cares about you, and you talk about the universe, and you got a really good homemade, satisfying meal. You worked hard all day. You've kept your life simple. You're out of debt. You get ready to go to bed You've had that day that's exhausted you in the best of ways with conversation with loved ones, with the job that allows you to stay out of debt. You got many worries? Probably not. 
but you spend all day looking at other people, looking at Instagram, wondering what they got, wondering what they have. Going on Amazon and Prime and buying what you think you need to have. At no point having that one-on-one talk with somebody, everything in between, use the phone. What do you, what does that end you with? Just wanting more. Unsatisfied. Hopeless. Keep listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Today is a wake-up call. Share it with your friends. Don't just say, I like listening to Silouan. Share it. We are reaching troubling times. People are going to need community. They're going to need real hope. A lot of people are in despair. I'm going to be a little bit more bold in the Pilgrim's Odyssey as I come out of this little hiatus where I was trying to figure out, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? You know, when I first started... Honestly, just to pass the time during COVID. Then I thought, you know, maybe I can use it to promote my speaking. And But my speaking is a lot to, you know, governmental agencies, places like that, where you just, you just kind of want to stick to the facts, you know, stick to what they need to hear there. Got to be a little careful what you talk about on the Odyssey. Don't want to give people the wrong impression. But now I'm like, ah, you know what, all bets are off. I'm going to tell people what I think they need to hear. And if I make somebody mad, oh, well. Hopefully what I will do, though, is I will inspire you. I will reassure you. You will hear something you already know. You know, in a recent class, I had a a young girl come up to me. She couldn't have been 23, 24. And she said, thank you for telling me what I know is true. But a lot of people tell me isn't. And then in the same class, I had somebody probably twice her age say the same thing. It's universal. We're only here because we had a mom and a dad. And a tribe along the way survived to get us here. We were meant to live connected with purpose, moving forward, keeping our eyes on the things that matter, not being distracted by all the temporal things that could care less about you, like an app, like a movie star, like a news network, like a politician. They want your vote. They don't care about you. So join me, friends. Join me as we walk this odyssey together. Keep your eyes on the things that matter. Spread the word. Bring your friends to the podcast. Be bold in your own life. Walk tall with your head up, knowing you're going towards the truth. And if we do that together, until next time, we will aim high. We will spread our wings. We will keep our eyes on the things that matter. I'm Silouan. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.